And they kind of looked at me and they said the answer was, was alcohol. Tom Caulfield, James Whistle. This is the story of The Tempest 2. So ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. Welcome back to The Tempest 2 podcast. After a short hiatus, we're back. We're back. A little summer break. We've gone away. We've recharged the batteries. <laughs> We're back in the office in sunny, sunny England. Too hot, if anything. Yeah. Horrendously hot. What was it? Th- 32 today? 32. That is too hot. It was on the radio. Yeah, I listened to the radio driving over here. Okay. Yeah. And um, hottest September day in the last 15 years. Bring it on. So there we go. Bring it on. Maybe this is going to become our new summer because everyone's like, oh, summer's ending. Summer never really began, did it? We never no. really had one. Genuinely no. didn't have we one. We had one hot day in June. One, one <laughs> That's day. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. But it's, what do they call it? An Indian summer? Yes. Not sure why. It's no. when all the Indians come out and play cricket, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we took your curry. <laughs> now we'll take your summer. I can't. Oh, no. You've well, had an interesting I've, morning. I've had a shit morning. The... the the toothless Tommy saga continues, but <laughs> I went into the dentist this morning for what I thought was just a a routine X-ray and a scan. Ended up being a full surgical development uh, <laughs> with two metal rods being jammed into my gums, fully Ugh. numbed face, and it's now just beginning to the uh, anest- anesthetic is wearing off, and it's fucking killing me. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. The uh the the saga the tooth saga is is wearing thin now isn't it yeah it's <laughs> the joke is not funny at least for you it's not funny <laughs> it's still funny for all of us on the outside yeah it's still going on though but it's, it's a long it's a long joke yeah it's a long <laughs> horrendously expensive joke yeah expensive painful <laughs> yeah all of the above but jesus and the, the pe- best thing was it you they didn't tell you I've got a yeah. lot of time for that. Yeah, yeah, just pop in for a quick one. Yeah. See you later. He was like, I'm just going to rub this on your gums, and then we'll do the anaesthetic. And I was like, Ooh. oh. A bit of on gel, isn't it? I was it? like, what, what for? <laughs> He's like, oh, we're just going to place these today. And he showed me these two little, that look like, um, I don't know, two little metal bars. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, and then proceeded to fucking cut my gum open and ram it up. So the, the but the jaw is healed. Apparently so. Good stuff. So that that was always the worry, which I thought was today was about was making sure it healed. Because <laughs> um, if it hadn't, I would have had to get the the major surgery all over again. <sighs> okay. Well, yeah. Silver lining. Yeah. Silver lining. Blood filled lining. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Jesus. Red lining. <laughs> Careful. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but really, really, what this podcast is all about is yes, we've had a we've had a nice break. But the reason for the break is far more important than the break itself. Is you are as you were before the break, but you are even more so now a married man. Yes, gone through the wedding, the best day of your life. Yeah, all of that. It's complete. Um, and boy, oh boy, it wasn't just one day. It's the best day of your life. No, it was. Uh, it was a weekend. Yeah, it was three. Fucking incredible days. Three belters. Uh, it was, yeah, it was amazing. I don't know, where, where do we start? Well, I think we start and we just give a little nod to, before all that, the yeah. lead up to it, yeah. the madness. Because 
as much as people don't want to get stressed, it does get stressful. Mate, I... I can't believe how stressed I was. But for but the weird thing about it was there was no logical reason for the stress. No. Exactly. It wasn't like, oh, this isn't going to arrive on time or this person hasn't turned up or, you know, like tangible, logistical, physical stress. Yeah. Like any kind of event. You know, we've both run a lot of events and the stress is mainly around that. Yeah. Is the client going to like it? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and the stress came on the, the, not the night before, the the Friday night. So we got married on the Sunday. The Friday night, everyone flew in. And we did this tapas tour around La Grogno, Um Which, you know, on paper, fantastic. Was really looking forward to it. <laughs> on paper. But then, like, the, the day of, both Manny and I had it. Like, unbelievable anxiety. Mental. And I, I didn't want to see anyone. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, I don't want to see. I don't want to see anyone. Because I don't know what it was like. Obviously, an enormous amount of people coming here and coming here because you've told them to. Yeah, that, that's I think where the stress comes from. But also having you know fifteen groups of people who've never met each other come together. Yeah. And it was more the fact that oh, I'm just fucking gonna have to have the same conversation <laughs> a thousand times yeah, and chat yeah. to people and blah 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 and. Like all eyes are going to be on us. Yeah. You know, where are we going? What do we do? I just fucking hated it. Yeah, you probably get some, like, mine was a similar format last year. It was abroad. People go there for the event. You you get some silly questions. Yeah. People will ask you silly questions that just because you're, you've, you know, got people there, they'll ask people, they'll ask you, you know, the best directions from X, from X to Z. It's like, just... Go on Google Maps yeah, like yeah. you would in any other place. You know, all, all the classic stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it is weirdly stressful. But that Friday night was fantastic. Yeah. I was um, obviously solo, solo traveling over there and met some people on the flight and got a lift with another one of your mates down there. And then was on my way to Zara in the day to pick up some sunglasses, which I still haven't got. <laughs> and then by the first bar, I walked past some friends and, and that was it. It's uh, Everyone was in like a, a good vibe. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, everyone's there for the for the right reason and everyone's got like that in common, like your wedding. So it was uh, it was good. I probably went a little bit too hard on the yeah, Friday. Yeah, a lot of people went fucking enormous on Friday it's, night. But I think that's why it's perfect that you did it. Yeah. Because you were originally going to do that on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah, you? yeah. And I think that would have been... It would have changed. It would have changed it a little bit, but it was. Uh, it's hard not to. Obviously, you're arriving throughout the day. It's an amazing place for little bits of wine and beer and food. And if if you are Spanish or probably European, you could probably do that in moderation. Mm. British people no, don't know how to do it that. It was so funny. And they go two euros a beer. Yeah. Well, then I've got to have twenty of them. It was hilarious. So. Manny's obviously still got some friends who still live there oh, from yeah. when she was young and they came along to that night and they were like <laughs> they just couldn't believe what they were seeing <laughs> not in a not in like a judgmental way they were like what what are that group over there doing and they were in a tapas bar and the whole to give you some context is one one or two streets in the Grande is called Calle Laurel and it's basically back to back tapas bars most of them do one or two things really well and you, the whole 
format is you go down there with a group of friends and it'll cost you two euros or three euros for a glass of wine or a beer and one tapas and then when you have that you move on to the next one and the next one the next one um and that's what you're meant to do that's the whole purpose of that way of eating uh but there was a couple of groups that just like landed on one and they they ordered like six bottles of red wine <laughs> and they were there and the, the spaniards were like what, the, what are they doing like they shouldn't why are they ordering bottles and they're like they're meant to just have a glass and move on this is british yeah just, so they sat there for like two hours just got absolutely nailed i oh, know it could have been anywhere yeah and it's like there's amazing things that you're not experiencing yeah. just three meters away literally it was absolutely brilliant i noticed how it took about 15 minutes for the Brits to start calling it the strip as well. <laughs> yeah. What time are we going down the strip? It's like, <laughs> like it's in San Antonio or Vegas or something. It was, uh, it was brilliant. But it was, um, it is very conducive to getting fueled up if yeah. you're, yeah, if, if you're like that. I mean, not, not that I need much anyway, but it was. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's easy to do, isn't it? You're paying two, exactly. two euros for a glass of wine that would cost 16 euros yeah. in a restaurant over here. Exactly. And the food is very good. Yeah. So it's um, and it's so yeah, they're so close to each other. It, I don't know if we if if we did, but it felt like we'd just taken over the whole little little street. Um, but probably because I was one of those people who didn't move, <laughs> <laughs> surrounded by the same people. But yeah, it was it was good fun. Um, but it did mean that I woke up with a little bit of a hangover. Yeah, that's why the Saturday was a big day, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, so I barely drank on the Friday. Just because I was like, I don't even want a whiff of a hangover. Yeah. Because I kind of knew what was coming. And then the Saturday, we'd arranged for, you know, the ushers and the bridesmaids and Manny's granddad, who is a bit of an OG in the wine scene in Rioja, got on a minibus and were taken around three wineries? Yes. Yeah, three wineries um, that aren't really open to the public in terms of tours, so it is a tour by the owner uh followed by a, a very long lunch <laughs> at the <laughs> last <know>. winery <laughs> amazing uh but it was yeah it was it was a fucking amazing day uh, it was yeah i feel like just a bit of feedback for you okay good stuff. that it was undersold right <laughs> as just a you know a little i've been to quite a few wineries just a little tour around a couple of wineries and cool i thought yeah fine it never crossed my mind to go easy on the first day yeah that. But then, obviously, starting and realizing that it was actually pretty special because of uh, Manny's granddad, and yeah. his friend, and all that sort of thing. And I just fucking was walking around <laughs> thinking, "Oh no, I've got it all wrong. <laughs> I've got it slightly wrong here." And it was about 11 a.m. when the first punchy, really full-bodied 19, glass of 1988 red. unlabeled bottle in that room in that. Yeah, in the cellar was was thrust into my hand uh, that I had to. That was actually the final one. It was the couple of ones after that that I struggled with. Yeah, but then going on to, um, I can't remember the name, and even if I did, I wouldn't say it because I would butcher it. But um, that lunch, and luckily just before that, I turned the corner and yeah. I was, but because that was, yeah, that wasn't just a a lunch at a uh, a winery. That was like a full. It ended up being about four hours, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and it was like, there were about five courses before the course started. Yeah, before the start needless, there. really. <laughs> no, no need for half those courses. But um, Manny's granddad, whose name is Luis. Luis Allegri. Who, um, it was like, he, I felt like he was in his element. That was, I reckon, the best day 
up there with the best days of his life. And he was... That's what he fucking lives he for. He was dancing. Doesn't speak a was, word of English. He was doing limbo under the yeah. little chains and stuff. Yeah, and that was the only thing I felt for him is he wanted to share in the terrible chat that we had, but he's just doesn't speak any English. So Manny was being yeah. chief translator, <laughs> doing a good job, but it was... Uh, even at the meal. And then he went down. He'd been at the meal for about three and a half hours and he went for a lie down, didn't he? Yeah, it was He's fun. like, I'm cooked here. <laughs> Manny was saying how he was he was raging that people had started ordering uh, Diet Cokes. Really? He's like, you just drink wine here. Yeah, don't <laughs> fucking don't get, get it Coke. But it was, um, yeah, that was amazing. What, what was it called? Go on. Which, what place? That one where we had the lunch and the main one. Uh, it's called... Uh, Pantido or something like that. It was very, very That's, that's where we were going to get married. Yes. Oh, that's yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, In hindsight, I reckon where you did get married was better. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Um, but good to be able to experience both. So that, that was the Saturday. That was the Saturday. And then Saturday night, obviously, being British, went and had a couple more beers. Couple of couple of pints. Very low-key ones. Um and then the big day on the Sunday. Sunday. Rolled in. Pouring rain in the morning. <laughs> so we had had, for the two weeks we were out in Spain, it was a heat wave. So you're talking 39, 40, 41, 42. Not a cloud. We hadn't had rain in seven weeks. <laughs> and throughout that week leading up to the wedding, it was like sun, 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 sun. And Sunday, like rain clouds. And it was like, you are fucking joking. Um... And the temperature dropped to what, 22? Oh, yeah. Like, literally halved itself. It was a 20 degree drop mental. from about three days before. I don't before. think I've ever seen that, <laughs> no. ever in my life. Anywhere. It was mental. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, rain in the morning, which means we have to make a call because part of the drinks reception was in the outdoor courtyard bit. So, we had to move that, blah, blah, blah. Slight stress, but nothing major. But with the rain came some really weird weather and the rain died away and it was sunny by the time Manny turned up that was fine but fucking hell it was windy oh god yeah like really windy it was well it was gusting up to 40 miles an hour <laughs> which is so pretty strong we got there early didn't we we had lunch there um with the rest of the ushers and setting shit up and there's there's plates flying off tables <laughs> there's glasses flying off tables there's Chairs being flipped over, and it's like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, but it was absolutely fine, apart from when Manny walked down the aisle. It was like she was in a wind tunnel. Yeah, it was. T testing a Ferrari for aerodynamicity. <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was like, but it was like a Beyonce vid. Yeah, that's what I told her. She's <laughs> like, I'm going to look like a fucking moron. It's like, you probably will. Yeah. I was trying to read her lips. She said something as she was walking down. She said, I'm fucking fuming. That's <laughs> <laughs> what she said. She looked at me, I was like smiling like, and what was quite good was, because it was all actually quite funny, it wasn't overly emotional. Yeah. So I didn't fucking blubber. Yeah, yeah. So I was over the moon and I looked at her and she was like, I am fucking yeah. livid. I was yeah. just like, it's all right. <laughs> Don't know what do you say. It's, like, it's all right. Like as her veil was like yeah. strangling her. <laughs> yeah, the veil has gone 60 miles down the coast. Yeah, it was, um, it was a nice breeze, but I think <laughs> it's a stiff breeze to put it um, to put it lightly. But I think that those ceremonies can they got potential, or just not those ceremonies. Ceremonies have potential to be a little bit stiff. Yeah, they're and, a bit shit, aren't and, they? And, and that, really? I that thought it wind, up. yeah, it literally made everyone kind of relax. It 
yeah, it was. Uh, it ended up being obviously completely fine, and it was. Uh, we could laugh at it then. I was uh, obviously cracking some jokes. It was coming from one. It was coming from behind Manny when you were stood there doing right. your vows, wasn't it? Um, and I was kind of saying it was you chosen that one so that your hair didn't yeah, get fucked yeah, up. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so all the photos, your hair looks yeah, fantastic. Which is why she made me swap. Yeah, exactly. Through. I don't blame her. She's yeah, like, you need yeah. to fucking stand over here. I was like, yes, master. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. Anything for you, darling. Um, and yeah, very good. Very good. And that was... Uh, and then the most ridiculous canopies started rolling out, didn't they? I barely had any. Yeah, that's a shocker. Livid. That's a shocker. I can... Yeah, I can I can tell you. I mean, I'm sure you had it in the tasting, but very good. Yeah. Personal favourite, oxtail little salmon. Oh, they're fucking banging, weren't they? They're ridiculous. Um, they were banging. Yeah, salmon. There was a little cheese and honey thing, which was amazing. Um, I think they were finding me and just saying, he'll have another one. Well, I didn't realise. Look at the state of him. Because obviously when, you're, when it's your wedding, as you know, you just, you're constantly just walking around saying hello to people and yeah, everything. Yeah. And... Um, the venue had said that there was this little woman who worked there with a tray and she she would follow Manny and I around so that there's always a canopy oh. available. And I didn't realise. So I kept turning around this woman with a tray and I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm okay. Like, go and serve someone else. But she was there specifically. But I just wasn't really hungry. I don't know why. Yeah. That yeah, there were definitely a couple of times where I would ask for another one, and, and <laughs> she would look and see the little buttonhole and be like, "Fine, uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you fucking fit the grade." You're in. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but I'll tell you what, a phenomenon on your own wedding day is time goes about ten times faster yeah, than crazy. any normal day. Yeah, you just, I remember chatting to you at a point, and it was like well, there was a ten minutes left before we were supposed to go down. It's yeah. Like, Fucking, I don't know how that's happened. I think you ended up actually pushing it back. Yes, we did. Um, but that, 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 the mental thing was the weather kind of cleared up after that, didn't it? Yeah, it was fine. Obviously, we went inside and after that, the weather was, um, the weather was golden. We got away with it. Um, and then what? We went down into uh, kind of a big indoor ballroom, had dinner. Yeah, delicious. Yeah, which was good. Um, and... Yeah, then cracked on with the speeches. Mm. Uh, oh, we've got one delivery coming in here. Hello. Oh, hello, mate. We're mid-podcast. What you got for us? For us? Oh, no, that, that's not us. We don't get deliveries. Thank you. Good stuff. Sad Weird that you looked annoyed at us for having being on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, what are we saying, Malcolm? <laughs> um, yeah, the so speeches. Speeches, yeah. Yes. So, go on. What was what was your feeling? I I wasn't relaxed at all. Actually, I I wasn't nervous, mm. but I couldn't relax. Manny was like, "Why are you so like?" I don't know. I was like telling the organisers to do shit, and I was like, "The music needs to be up." She was like, "Just fucking relax." Yeah. I was like, "I can't relax." <laughs> yeah. It definitely there's feels like there's a lot of moving parts, doesn't it? And I think I was alright really when I when I've. Um, yeah, in the past, I've not been able to eat anything. Well, that wasn't the case. I was fucking, I was tucking it away. But it's more people just saying, oh, yeah. you know, when are you on? Yeah, oh, yeah. how's it, how are you feeling? How's it going to go? Are you going to say this? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who are you? Um, but they, they came round very quick, didn't they? Yeah, they really did. They really did. I remember saying to you, like, you're up after this course, and you were like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, Manny's mum gave a, a, 
a really nice little speech oh, yeah, at the she start. had no briefing. <laughs> and Manny just forgot to tell her that it was like right at the start. So I basically said to the MC, you know, right, as soon as we sit down, she's on. And I went over to her. Bless her. She was like, it was like someone had just like slapped her with a salmon. <laughs> she was like, wait, what? Na- like now? And I was like, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. Like you've got it. So she's like, wait, wait, now? Like trying to get a phone out. Like you could see like immediately starts Bless like her. sweating. It's like shit. So um, it is funny what it does to people. Yeah, completely. No, she did a great job. I just found it, it's just fun, I think. Yeah. It's just fun. It's just giving like an account of whatever your view is of something. And uh, everyone's there to kind of enjoy it. That's the thing, I think. Apart from the Spanish people. Yeah, that that annoyed me, actually. They fucking spoke during your speech. But then again, I remember you like multiple times different people were saying like even before that it's very different a spanish wedding it is yeah so having people like stand up let alone people who <coughs> barely speak english yeah. you know and i started mine off by <laughs> speaking perhaps the worst spanish that they will have ever I heard i did i did consult on the spanish that you spoke being like did what what did you say because i didn't know what you'd obviously said <laughs> they were like, we have no fucking idea <laughs> So Maddie's brother, <laughs> Maddie's brother, who's obviously can speak both, was like, I, I know like a fucking bad accent. He's like, I think I got about nine words. <laughs> so it sounded nice. Like it was positive. But my God, I actually had to cut it short, believe it or not. And it still felt like it went on for fucking 10 minutes. It was um, fucking a hell of an effort. Yeah. It's not a fucking easy thing to do. No, it was, uh, it was, you know, when you just say it as it's written. Yeah. Um, which obviously doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but it was it was very funny. Enjoyed it. And, and do you enjoy giving it the speeches? Yeah, it looked, like, it looked like you did. Yeah, everyone. It's just it's it's an easy win, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Everyone's there to just like support uh, you yeah, rather than fucking exactly. anything else. People were like, yeah, everyone's super nice after, aren't they? Yeah, a couple of people were like, well, why didn't you say this about him or why didn't you say that? Um, but it was mainly things that I had no idea about. Right. <laughs> like, so what happened? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's fucking. It's very fun thing to do. Yeah. And then we did a little sweepstake on the times, didn't we? Yes. Um, what were you? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. So we had a strict ten minute. <laughs> yeah, that went out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah. A little little ten minute time time bracket. So I started by saying that we got ten minutes, which is usually more than enough time. Yeah. Can usually do it twice. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I thought that's a good little premature. Start with a little sex gag. A little prem jack gag. Nothing. Um, so I thought, right, fair enough. Um, and then, yeah, thirteen thirty. But it felt like about five minutes. Yeah, that's the thing. Which is it's, mental, isn't it? And the the difficulty is, it's probably two and a half of those minutes were Spanish. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Which is why, like, the morning of mine, I cut down my Spanish because I did. The first time I read it all the way through was the morning of, and it was coming in at like 19 minutes. It was like, oh fuck! And then I realised Spanish is like four and a half minutes. Yeah. And yeah, there's Spanish people in the room, but you're basically alienating everyone. Yeah, exactly. For four and a half minutes, yeah, which exactly. is a really, really long time. Exactly. To sit there not knowing what's going on. Exactly. Um, and then I went on for what 17 minutes? 18 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> they so were. I was bang on them. <laughs> they, they, they were going around the table before and going, "Oh, um, how long do you reckon Tommy will be there?" And then they were going, "Oh, nine, nine fifty. You know, he yeah. he knows what he's doing. He does it professionally, all this sort of thing." 
I said, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you this is 20 minutes long. He's going. I go, not a fucking chance. <laughs> anyway, obviously, 18 and a half minutes. But it was very good. It's fucking hard. Very good. Because I think... you Also, it's not the sort of thing that you should be like, I'm cutting this. No. You know, I've hit 10 minutes. But I, like... I, I really tried because I was like, right, I need to do certain things. You need yeah, to, yeah. And obviously, thank the Spanish family, then thank your own family, and yeah. then ushers, bridesmaids, bride... So it's like, right, that has to be in there. Yeah. And I was like, I really want there to be... Because I think on, you know, most groom speeches, the, the brides get away with it. Yeah. It's all about blowing smoke up their ass usually, which yeah, is yeah. fine. Yeah, great. But yeah. that's what everyone else does all day. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you, I feel like... And Manny said to me, she's like, fucking, do, don't you dare make it fucking soppy. And I was like, there's no chance of that happening, but I definitely <laughs> won't. And so I, you know, put two stories, a bit about Manny's growing up, because a lot of people don't know Manny if they're my friends or whatever. And yeah, fucking almost 20 minutes. Yeah, easily done. Which is mad when you think about it. Mm. But I think... I think what we both did really well that everyone appreciated, they're like, I can't believe you guys didn't have a piece of paper. Yeah. Or a phone in your hand. Yeah. Like, obviously, apart from the Spanish. Because um, it makes a massive difference, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think you you, you potentially miss something that you've written down, but I think yeah, the... Yeah, definitely. But the, the benefit of just actually being able to speak it and, like, say it properly outweighs the... Because no one knows it, what you've forgotten to say, yeah. do they? Like, unless you tell them. So it's... Uh... I, I forgot to say how nice Manny looked. <laughs> oh, yeah, did you? Forgot. Yeah. Forgot that. Forgot... Uh, I was going to say something about my sisters. Forgot that. <laughs> forgot a few things. Afterwards, I was like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a couple of bits. I think when... Um, yeah, but uh, fuck it. it. It is what it is, isn't it? It's... Uh, one of those things. And then uh, we ended it on a Craig David. Yes. Manny's signature drink, shot of pineapple and tequila. Yeah, that was which awful. Was terrible. Um, As expected. And then wrapped it up and then out to the party. The party started at 10 or just after. Mm. Uh, we brought in this band who are based in Barcelona. Uh, probably the coolest fucker I've ever met. Essentially Bruno Mars. <laughs> Fuck, he was cool. Bruno Mars with a little two-piece. They were... They were very good, actually. They were fucking class. Really they? good. And they, like, just got amongst it, didn't they? What did they have there? It was a sax player, a guy with a synth, like... And a, like, electric drum yeah. kit, synth kit sort of it's thing. Almost like a little weird synth accordion thing he was carrying around. Yeah. And then a guy on the mic. With a tambourine. Pretty impressive what they can do with just that. Yeah. And they just got they just got it right. They, um... Yeah, they did it. They did it very well. And he was just... Fucking awesome. Yeah. Like a really good singer. Yeah. There's like <laughs> wedding singers and then there's like really good singers. Yeah, he was, he was fucking... And he was pulling out all the classics, wasn't he? And he was cool. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. Everyone really was just cool. like, God damn. Yeah. I thought he was going to go home with Manny at one point. Yeah. It was a shame. He was the coolest bloke there. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> fair enough. <Yeah. laughs> You've got to go home now, mate. I'm <laughs> you take the suite. I'll sleep in the Tesla. Yeah. No, he was very good. And then the second coolest bloke there was actually Manny's brother. The DJ. What. Yeah, so we had the outdoor bit from 10 to 12 with this roaming band that was fucking great. Everyone got involved, dancing, singing, perfect. And then at midnight, everyone went inside to El Club, which was this little room that overlooked the winery, as in like the actual winemaking part with all the silver vats and stuff. And Manny's younger brother, Shade, is a budding DJ I mean he's been doing it for a few years now but you know most people are like oh yeah I'm a DJ oh fuck off mate or whatever mm. who isn't um, and 
he put an enormous amount of effort into because we were saying to him piling on the pressure that is one of the most overlooked things at weddings is the quality of the dj yeah it can either make or break a wedding we've both been to weddings where the dj has genuinely ruined the wedding yeah um so he was very nervous but came on and fucking annihilated it. Yeah, he did a very good job. He was very good. He did three hours, didn't he? Bless yeah. him. It's a fucking just good straight. Effort. And the my one contribution to the wedding that I think was very, very impactful was when we were booking the AV. We were going down the list of you know microphones we need, and smoke machine and lasers. Yeah. Put them on the list. They weren't that expensive. What a difference they make. Yeah, the pyro was It was uh, like fantastic. a fucking... It felt like you're in fucking Ibiza, like <laughs> yeah, a closing party. Then when you walked good. away from it, it's like, oh, there's like 20 people just, just jumping up and down. It's fucking... Yeah, he was wicked. Yeah, the party was fucking mega. What's his... Uh, shout him out. What's his DJ name? Shade DA. Is it Shade Dar? Or Shade Is it Shade Dar? Yeah. Oh, maybe it's Shade Dar. Yeah. But he was... Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. a bad shout out. He's very... He was fucking very good. Very good. Um... And it fucking wrapped up. Felt like it lasted about five minutes, yeah, which is it. ridiculous. Lights came up, and I was like, "No!" I think I had about a pint of that strawberry tequila stuff. Oh god, yeah. Everyone's like, it "Tastes like a frube." The, but to, to be fair to the venue, the bar was great. No queue. Yeah, they're really good. You just rocked up, and it was anything you want, and it was they were actually fucking great. Yeah, they were very good. Cali mocha, which is red wine and coke. Yeah. Gin and tonics that are so strong you could put a fucking mule on its back. I um. I did ruin a shirt, which is a sign of a great wedding. Yeah. Uh, what was on it? Red wine? Cali Mocho. Okay. Because I remember, must have been about 1 a.m. I think you maybe got sick of the gin and tonic in your hand in the middle of the dance floor. Yeah. Did a straight arm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure a single drop went no. in your mouth. You know sometimes. Just straight down your chest. You just which is the perfect ejector seat. Exactly. Because you look awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're strategic. Yeah. Yeah, you got to ask yourself sometimes. You say, I'm either going to drink it or I'm going to wear it. Yeah. And on that occasion, I was going to wear it. But unfortunately, the, the red wine on the shirt was uh, actually one of your one of your friends oh, stumbling fuckers. into me. And, uh, yeah, the whole fucking thing. So, all good, though. All good stuff. Um, well worth it. And then there was a bus home. Yeah, now I, I can't... I've only heard mythical stories <laughs> about this bus journey. So there was... Bit of context, there was a couple of buses, because the venue was about half an hour from yeah. the, the city that we we're all staying in. So there was a couple of buses, an early bus, uh, midnight, and a bus at 3am when it finished. Um, so obviously, on the on the 3am bus, we all pile on there. Uh, it's a little bit over oversubscribed. And obviously, people have been flying into the bar, and all day, by that point, you're... You've been there for 10 hours, <laughs> which you don't really realise. Um, and it's starting to get a little bit cagey. The bus driver seems to not know where he's going. And those roads are windy. You're yeah. winding through the hills of Rioja. Exactly. It's not just going down the M25. So there'll, there'll be no names named, but there was a, a couple of uh, a couple of projectile vomits. Oh, God. Um, what was being loosely coined as the river... Or vomit down. I, the, I only saw a video of it down the aisle of the bus, um, which, as you can imagine, with the consumption from the the rich food to oh, the the god. various drinks at the bar, the smell in that bus. Oh my god! With the driver taking an hour rather than half an hour, it meant that like a four ten arrival, and everyone is just 
well, one lad has thrown up in a bag, which is a quite a courteous thing to do yeah. if you've got nothing else to do. But then he's fallen asleep. That's and, mental. And dropped the bag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was fantastic. They should all end that way, in my opinion. I mean, I I can see why I probably would have thrown up if I got on a bus yeah. at that <laughs> yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, it was full on. That is full on. It was. I was having to uh, stare out the window, not speak to anyone, <laughs> take some deep breaths. But fuck, yeah, it was fucking fantastic. And then just to top it off, you know, that was the wedding. But a few hours later, we're in Bilbao Airport. And for the first time in history, the UK uh, airspace goes down. Um, So all the flights are cancelled, which is just... In a big way. Oh, yeah. Uh, What do you reckon? 90% of people trying to get back to the UK are are stuck in Bilbao? Yeah. And, oh, my God, the scenes that unfolded... (laughs) We were on the phone to everyone and some managed to get a flight. You got a fucking bus to Biarritz and then a train up, then a train over. Yeah. You've got people. you got the legends who just thought, fuck it. I've got another week holiday. Yeah. Some people were stuck there till Friday. This yeah. was Monday. <laughs> well, that that was the mental thing is all the airlines are going, right, your flight's cancelled, but we'll, we'll, be, we'll email you in the next six hours with your next flight that you booked on. Um, so people waited for those flights. Yeah, you're expecting it to be maybe a five, six hour delay. Yeah. Maybe, ne- maybe the, the next, next day, morning, potentially. Yeah. yeah, and they'll put you in a hotel. But the flights that they were sending people were on Thursday or Friday. That is so then obviously people have not done anything, not made any progress for that amount of time. And they're, they're not going to wait until Thursday. For, so they're just completely fucked. So yeah, the people that committed either early to finding alternative ways out or to staying for longer terms were the, were the winners. But yeah, fucking... Cost Mental. people thousands. Oh, God, yeah. People who rented cars and stuff and people flying to Amsterdam and then to Southampton and yeah, so absolute w- chaos. So we, I say we, you luckily sorted out some uh, travel insurance following the uh, Cape Town debacle. Yes. And uh, I'll be putting that to the test to see if we've got any, uh, see if we can make any claims. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's all part of the journey, isn't it? It's all part of the fun. It was... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, and then you got back, when? Wednesday? Drove home. Drove home. Fuck me, that was a terrible ordeal. It's a great fun on the way down there. That was it? bad. <laughs> but I tell you what, I don't think I've ever been so fucking exhausted in my life. <laughs> yeah. When I got back. <laughs> they, You know what? I, I've, I've never really given a shit about marriage or anything like that, but it was a belter of a day. Yeah. And like now, you come back and the dust settles and then the final invoices come in. Yeah. But my fucking God, it is a wildly, wildly irrational thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. The cost of it is just like, it doesn't make any sense to anyone on paper. It's mental, but weirdly it's, I guess you can spend as little as much as you want but you're always going to spend to the very maximum of what you think is possible. It's the last month where things go crazy. Yeah, yeah, because you've already committed so much. Yeah, and it's like, right, by this point, it's like, well, it's a big room, let's bring trees in. It's like, okay, let's bring trees in. It's like two grand. It's like, well, actually, um, the champagne's only running for an hour. Do you want to put another two hours on it? Yeah, yeah, fuck it. It's another grand. Yeah, mental, isn't it? And so your budget just become, well, the budget, we never really even fucking had one. Yeah, that's the thing. It, It goes... We were quite good in our budget until about, yeah, six weeks before when you have to just say yes to anything, really. You're either, I mean, you don't, but you feel like you have to because there's fucking all sorts that still need to pay for. 
and then you've got to wait fucking months for the photos. They're not cheap either. It It's funny, like, because I don't think I've actually appreciated all the weddings I've been to. It's taken my own for me to be like, actually, you should probably be a bit more appreciative when you're there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's a fucking wedding. Like, yeah, of, of course it's free piss and free exactly. food and whatever. But like you are, we're going to be paying for this for probably the next three or four years now. Yeah, exactly. Paying off the multiple credit cards. It's mental. Swiped up our ass. Yeah, ex- <laughs> yeah exactly. Declined, declined, you very declined. Much. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it was a great day. I hope you all enjoyed it. But we're gonna, it's going to cost us about having another car yeah, for the next three years. Oh, God, yeah. It's like you can see how, um, you know, when you see the tourism numbers and like how that pumps money into the economy. Imagine the total amount of money spent. Obviously, <coughs> the amount that you spent. But everyone who went there yeah. on flights, oh. on accommodation, beers, whatever it is. Hundred, well over, well over. Probably like 200, maybe 250 grand. Yeah. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot. It's fucking insane. But, it's got us, fuck it, it's what money's for, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a day we'll never forget. Imagine if you didn't do anything because of money. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's irrational, but it's also kind of what life is about. Yeah, exactly. There's some things that are worth fucking chucking yourself into the deep end of debt for. <coughs> yeah. And I think that's worth <laughs> it. <laughs> Ask us in 10 years' yeah, time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> when we're fucking still crippled by it. Yeah. Oh, or divorced. Yeah, or Obviously. divorced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More likely, 52 percent chance that will happen, and you do it all again. Yeah, <laughs> you just get out of debt of the first one, and you chuck yeah. yourself back in again. Oh, she's twenty. She's never done it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, you barely speak English. <laughs> Gives a hell of a massage, though. <laughs> Swedish or Thai? Or Thai? There's two of them. <laughs> Oh, oh God, God, I hope she doesn't listen. She would, <laughs> she, Manny would yeah. not have made it this far. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Luckily, they're definitely not listening. No, <laughs> so don't not. tell them, please. Uh, so all in all, yeah, great. Really enjoyed it. Good stuff. Um, Fucking hell. I want to just quickly, this isn't in our notes, but um, talking about the, the river of sick on the bus. Yes. That story about the plane that had to divert due to the diarrhea. Oh, my God. Was this, have you seen the videos? Yes. Of the shit running yep. down the... Oh, my God. Atlanta to Barcelona, wasn't it? Oh, my God. And had to land due to it being... A biohazard. biohazard. I mean, it's mental. Is that one bloke? I think it was one bloke, liquid shit, just rolling down the middle of the plane. Can you imagine? Not for us who just fly business. (laughs) No, thank you. Wouldn't even smell it. No. (laughs) It's like, you, waft perfume Why are we landing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, imagine how bad that is. I can't. I'll be... You Imagine be, walking out the toilet being like, <clears throat> so like... Must have been a toilet malfunction. Has to be. Can't just saw your pants in there, can you? That's outrageous. Anyway, that is mental. Yeah. Sorry, just a, a quick... I think it's a good there. diversion. Yeah. It's, it's a... It can't... Yeah, I mean... Um, I don't know where to go <laughs> from there. Right. Adventure mindset. Two points here. Both take place <laughs> on the mighty ways of the ocean. You um, go, you go first with the. This is fucking fantastic. So, <coughs> uh, I didn't really read the story in full. That <laughs> doesn't matter. It's Make happened, it up. It's happened again. <laughs> oh, unless you start asking me probing questions again to <laughs> isolate my lack of knowledge. Um, I mean, the headline says it all. So, last week, uh, the Coast Guard um, pulled up next to a ocean-bound vessel, uh, and what they found was. <laughs> Just one man 
um, who had built himself what was essentially a floating hamster wheel and was attempting to hamster run across the Atlantic Ocean. That's amazing. Um, They basically (laughs) kind of uh, intercepted him 70 miles off the coast uh, about three days into his journey, which I think is pretty amazing that he got 70 miles. It is. But the bloke was just literally in a hamster wheel. It looks like a cage, doesn't it? Um, And he was planning on going across the entire Atlantic Ocean. There's so many questions out there in terms of where was he keeping his food? What was he planning on doing and sleeping? I mean... Because there's no cabin. But the mad thing is, he was going from the US yeah, to, the, to UK. the UK. So the North Atlantic, which is fucking gnarly. Yeah, at the cold best of times. as well. Um, what's his name? Reza Bellucci from Florida. 51. Of course he's from Florida. He, yeah, 70 miles, 70 nautical miles into his journey. After a three-day standoff with the U.S. Coast Guard, mental. So they're like, "We need to pick you up," and he's like, "Nah, lads, I'm going to the U.K." It's like, "No, mate, you definitely are not." But it was like one of those Zorb football things. Yeah, exactly. That you're running. It's pretty impressive what he built, but like, it's, it's insane. I'm looking at it. I mean, where's his food? Exactly. There's no cabin. Imagine the keynote if he made it. Oh, such a keynote. That's absolutely... The hamster man. The, yeah, El Gerbil. The hamster man. But yeah, like, fucking fair play. And they, yeah, they ruined it. They picked him up. He would have died, for sure. Yeah, but, exactly. But give the lad some credit. I mean, that. you get a lot of people that go missing at sea, whereas these lads have just found him and he didn't even want to be found. Yeah, he had a three-day standoff. He's like, leave me alone, I'm hamster wheeling. <laughs> leave me alone, I'm a That's hamster. That's a lot of yardage to run in a hamster wheel. Maybe he had all his, feed, like, all his food like tucked into his cheeks. <laughs> and just one of those bottles with a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hamster once it bit me so I starved it wow yeah so there we go <laughs> that is and that's the headline of this yeah, podcast yeah. guys <laughs> hamster killer <laughs> Monty his name was little fucking wanker um, alright the second fantastic. second part of the adventure mindset this is mental this is kind of political as well so it is very funny but we're not laughing yeah. at them no. we're laughing at what happened to yeah, them and which is almost as bad <laughs> yeah and remember all we're doing is highlighting the adventure mindset yes. of these individuals which in this case is kind of unmatched really unbelievable so this is four Nigerian men who were looking to flee Nigeria um and seek asylum in Europe. So they jumped on the rudder of a cargo ship in a Nigerian port uh, with three days' worth of water uh, in the hope to land on the coast of Europe shortly afterwards. Uh, (laughs) Two weeks and three and a half thousand miles later, they arrived in Sao Paulo in Brazil. My God. And it's worth a little Google to see what they were sat on. For Try two and describe. It's hard to describe. Yeah. So this it's like a 250 meter long cargo ship that's absolutely massive. And it's the tiny little rudder at the back that it's almost like the wing the of a small plane. Yeah. 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 And it protrudes out of the water maybe three meters, two and a half meters. And they're sat balanced on it. Straddled it. Straddling it for two weeks. Oh, my God. With only three days worth of water. They ended up eventually drinking seawater, which is a terrible idea. Um, I can't believe they survived. No, me neither. But they fucking made it. 
which is just insane. But it says that they were arrested on arrival and only then were they surprised to learn that they weren't in Europe. Well, they're they probably were speaking Portuguese. They're like, we're in Portugal, yeah. lads. We've yeah, made exactly. it. We're in the Algarve. But they, so of those four, two decided they'd already had a fucking realisation at sea that they were over it and they, you know, they, they wanted to get deported back to Nigeria. Two of them have um, claimed asylum in Brazil and they're hoping that they, uh, they landed I there. I mean, they fucking deserve it. But to imagine just being like, right, this is fucking mental. It'd be mental sitting on it for three hours, let alone three days. And when it turns into two weeks, the boat was going like 25 knots. At what point? Across the Atlantic. Like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think we fucked this. Yeah. So like, who checked where this was going? It's like, I thought you were checking. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not looking at the, the call sign and uh, oh seeing its God. route, are they? But right. the imagine like... I mean, I guess you don't have a choice. That's just pure survival. That's the thing. These people are obviously driven. You can't even fathom how yeah. bad it must be to do that. Yeah. But like you hear these stories, they're fucking just hard as nails, aren't they? Yeah. They exactly. are hard as nails. Exactly. You talk just, about like motivation. They're just, just used to being <laughs> more uncomfortable than any of us will ever be in our lives. Yeah. And that's their day to day. So it's like, yeah, I'll fucking sit on that rudder for two weeks. It's yeah. like, what? <sighs> this Honestly, it's ridiculous if, if there wasn't like footage of it no one would believe them so it's yeah so i thought i was going to europe and two and a half weeks later or two weeks later i arrived in brazil everyone would be like that's a hell of a story but it's not true that is mess i mean get those guys i kind of want to get hold of them and be like we're going to coach you on how to deliver a keynote yeah here. exactly in portuguese because you now live in brazil <laughs> we're going to tear up together <laughs> we're, we're going to take some percentage <laughs> we're going to take roughly 70 to 80 percent <laughs> All fees gained. <laughs> but that's fair. <laughs> but you will be richer than ever imagined. Yeah, so welcome. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, just two little token bits of adventure mindset there for you in what really was a um, the wedding episode, as it should have been. Yeah, we need to wrap this up. I've got blood pouring out my mouth here, lads. Yeah. Um, Oh. But we're, we've hit the 45-minute marker, which oh, is wow. fantastic. As we said, time really does fly yeah. when you're having fun. Uh, we'll be back to a regular scheduling. We're back in Lisbon next week. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. It's been a joy, and we'll, uh, we'll speak to you soon, guys. Mazel tov.